Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Kicking out North Luna's way. Here comes Dayden. Scramble. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, g'day guys, and welcome back to Inside Fantasy Sports. It is the countdown show. We haven't done one of these for a couple of weeks, but we're bringing it back. Very impromptu episode, but we thought with all the carnage going on this week, it's worth having a chat before game one. I'm your host, the Super Coach Brain. Joined by the Supercoach Matrix, a very persuasive Supercoach Matrix. How you going, mate? Oh, great. I was, I was on my way home. I was like, mate, I haven't talked enough about Reese Walsh this week. Let's go. No, we've talked, we've talked, I feel like I've texted uh, <laughs> enough about Reese Walsh, just haven't actually physically spoken about him. Yeah, because, he, because, because it went for four hours last night and we only did like three and a half hours of podcasts on Tuesday, then uh, we actually didn't get to the results. So um, here we are. We were, so we went live from what, when was it? 7.30 or something like Seven, that? Yeah. And then yeah. we also then recorded, and I think we finished recording at like maybe 10 to 10 and we still didn't have yeah. a verdict. That's got to be the longest judiciary hearing in history. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, Reese Welsh is out. Reese Walsh is out for three weeks. I was going to ask what you're doing, but you just pulled him out. Yeah. The logic behind, I think, oh, selling Reese Walsh is that he's going to miss the next three. He would have missed 19 anyway. So, I mean, that's not a big loss, but he misses 18. He misses 20. He misses 25. And then, like we said the other night, if the Broncos are sitting pretty in second and no one can knock them out of having a home prelim, do they rest them? Like, there's a very good chance that Kevy rests those guys with high workload that have had a bit of extra footy through the middle of the year. So 
I don't know. He might miss five of the next 10, realistically. So that's the logic for me behind selling. What are you doing? So uh, you actually talked me into it. You sent me his um, his games that he's actually playing. Mm-hmm. And there, there was hardly a good matchup in there. And I think Walsh is a little bit of a flat track bully. Uh, I think when, when the game opens up and there's just so much, I suppose, attack going on, yeah, Walsh mm-hmm. is involved. But obviously, being a fullback, being at the back, being a little fella, when there's... You know, when the attack's the other way, there's not much going on for him. Yeah, that's right. Like, we saw, base we saw him in a really, yeah, we saw him in a really close game on the weekend and a game where the attack wasn't flowing and he scored 26. So I went, I, it was a roller coaster for me because big Reese Welsh fan, being a Queenslander, being a Bronco, it was, yeah. no, nah, I'm keeping him. And then it's like, oh, three weeks. And then you look at the three weeks. Yeah, he was missing a week anyway. And then you look at the bye. And then you look at if he gets rested. Um, and then you even look at them when the Broncos' backs are against the wall. Like Walsh has pulled out and shown that he's that guy. But he does sort of overplay his hand at times, mm-hmm. which can negative. Like he gets a lot of negative points as well as a lot of opportunity for positive points. I've just sort of stopped. I've thought he's not there for weeks. I was going to trade out like your Schusters, your Billy Smiths, your AJ Johnson, uh, which is playing round 19. And I've just went, fuck it. It's time to go while she won't enter my team again this year. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, let's, I guess talk trades while we're waiting on questions. If anybody has any questions, drop them in the chat. Any final little burning trade questions and you're not quite sure what your final moves need to be, drop them in there. We'll do our best to help you out. Uh, my moves this week. Like I said, Walsh is out. Now, I've been tossing and turning on how I'm going to play this for a while. I was actually looking at upgrading Billy Smith this week, but with Walsh out, it's kind of screwed me a little bit. Uh, So instead of dropping Walsh, I mean, sorry, instead of dropping Billy Smith, Billy Smith has a 39 break even this this weekend. It's not the end of the world. He's not going to drop bulk cash. He might lose 10K. Big whoop. So, I was going to say he scores 40 on his dick, but he scores 40 on his nose. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that. Um, my my moves are Walsh out to Ronnie Mulatalo this week. Um, there's a, it's there's an irony behind my picks here, and I'll explain them soon. Uh, Mulatalo in uh, for Walsh, and then Garrett goes to fullback. So that's my first move. Second one is Schuster straight up to Britton Nicora, which I'm pretty happy with. Uh, initially, I was thinking I might downgrade Schuster. I might just go Schuster to Piakura or something like that to free up a bit more cash. But the Walsh out to Mulatalo was like a straight swap, and I still had 400K in the bank. So I could pretty much just go up to, to Nicora and still have two. I think I've still got 225K left in the bank after that uh, those two trades. So it still gives me the flexibility to get for feeder back if I want. So I, I'm thinking that's the way I'm going. So I like that because St. George are not that good at football and the Sharks happen to be playing them. And there is a round 19 game looming, which makes sense. Let's get some Sharkies in this week. But, um, yeah, looking at some of the try maps this week, uh, where do people score points against the Dragons? And it's not really where Nicara plays and not really where Mulatalo plays. The irony I was talking about is that uh, left wingers against the Dragons actually score the third least amount of points in the competition this year. They average yep. 40 super coach points per game, left wingers, uh, which is 
ironic considering I'm, bring, I'm bringing Mulatalo in instead of bringing someone like Sione Katoa. So right wingers against the Dragons, on the other hand, average 77 points per game, which is nine points clear of second. So they're by far the the best scoring position against the Dragons and any team in the comp or any right wing in the comp. So uh, I can tell you who I'm putting a double uh, anytime try scorer on this week, and it's not Ronnie Mulatalo. It'll be Sione Katoa. Yeah, I, I suppose you're playing the long game. Like with how many trades we have left with where we're sitting, uh, you're looking at somebody that you can finish the year with. Yeah. But if you're making a one-week play, it's actually for Katoa, isn't it? It is. This week, if you want the points, you go on Katoa. The problem is then you've got to look. You're not making trades to do one-week plays anymore. You're looking at trades for the rest of the year. And Mulatalo is the pick every day. But uh, funnily enough, yeah, Katoa is the guy this week. But, hey, hopefully it goes against, uh, I, I guess, it goes against trend. And, and another trend I'm yep. a little concerned about is Britton Nicora, who right-edge second rowers, and we know that Nicora plays on the right side outside Nico Hines, right-edge second rowers against the Dragons average 51 points per game, which is the second least amount of points for right-edge second rowers in the comp. So I'm bringing in two really bad matchup players this week, and I still don't give a shit. It doesn't matter when it's a bad matchup play when you're playing the Dragons. <laughs> Good to see Damo yeah, in my opinion, like um, I was very close to straight seeing Nico Hines. So essentially what I've done is I've moved Walsh out. I've used my 42 jewels around to get Britton Nicker in uh, for that exact reason. Just I was – and, um, yeah, if I was chatting to Phil earlier on in the week, let me know that I was really weak at second row forward but really strong at centre wing. So I've moved some of those centre wingers. So I've actually got C&K and Asako at fullback. Uh, which, like, everything in my head tells me that I hate that. But at the same time, I just really love it because of how good those guys have been and how ordinary straight um, straight fullbacks have been, apart from Jareem Buller this year. So, mm-hmm. look, it is what it is. I've got Nicker in, probably not on the right week, but I need the number two. I want to get AJ out with that 133 break even, but... Just the fact that he's playing 19 means I can cop his $50,000 price drop if he drops in cash, and I'm actually okay with it. Um, VCing Nico Hines, I actually want to get Schuster out if I have to loop Nico because I'm scared. That's the reason why I got rid of Schuster this week. So I'm VCing Nico as well. I was initially thinking straight C, and look, to be honest, the logic is still straight C. But for me, I feel like there's an actually an antipod opportunity if he flops this week. I think Nico is 65% cap, straight captained tonight in the top 5% of teams. So imagine if he flops, right, and we've got the VC on, we get a second crack at a good captain, and our captain, whoever it be, probably Val Holmes for you, Ponga for me maybe, uh, ends up going ballistic on Saturday, Sunday, whenever they play against two pretty ordinary teams as well. It could be huge. It could be huge green arrows if yes. you antipod the the straight C for Nico. So whilst I still think Nico's going to go massive, <clears throat> he scored 300s in his last three games against the Dragons. Like I'd say anything less than 100 would be a win for me as a vice-captainer because then I could have another crack. Yeah. And also genuinely what makes me so frustrated about Schuster is watching him and him being good but being bad at Supercoach, if you know what I mean. Like sometimes he yeah. does play really really good and sometimes you'd be like this guy should be scoring tons and then he just doesn't and yeah. 
that's what frustrates me. But maybe holding Schuster sitting there, I might cop Billy Smith's 40 if he goes and gets a 60 or an 80, and I'm doing okay. Yeah, my AEs are Harrison Edwards, who I think can still bash, who could still start on Sunday, so he could still bash out 50. Me too. Uh, Billy Smith as well, who could. I still low, think Billy probably, Smith's going to outscore him. Yeah. Billy Smith could get 35 40, maybe. No, Billy worst, Smith's right? going to score under Harrison okay. Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've also got Jared Croker, but here, here's the spicy take for me this week. I'm sitting Alex Johnston. I'm not playing him. I'm not trading him, but I'm not playing him. Uh, it's supposed to be quite wet in New Zealand yeah. for their game tomorrow. So, and also night games that are wet, it's going to be quite tight. They're going to keep the game quite tight. Uh, they're not going to shift the ball anywhere near as much. So I'd say AJ probably sees less ball if it's, if it's wet. Uh, I am playing Jared Croker over Alex Johnston this week. And the reason for that is because left centers, I'm going to find the stat, left centers against the Gold Coast Titans, where are they? Uh, average 59 points per game this year, which is second most points in the comp for left centers against the Gold Coast Titans. Unless you're the Broncos, most players, left, right, out, whatever, score well against the Titans. Yep. Yep. So Croker's in for me. Alex Johnson will sit. Uh, So there's a little bit of start, sit chat. Uh, If you've got any questions around who to start or sit or who your final reserves are, we'll answer them too. Uh, We've got a few questions coming in so we can tackle them. Or do you want to, do you have anything else? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I brought in AJ Brimson last week, and I know that I've been copping a bit of slack for AJ Brimson, but it's not my fault that Reese Walsh got, got, um, I suppose, the little slap on the wrist, even though all these boys were coming out, and um, I suppose throwing him under the bus. But I've got some stats on AJ Brimson. Yeah, one of his boys, Fafita. Got some stats on AJ Brimson. So here's a 12 and a 20. This year, due to injury, because he's hurt his hammy during those games, he's 524K, 6% owned, and he has scored 61, 76, 56, 49, 66, and 94 in the games that he's played full games. Like, that's tremendous value at 500K to get in a guy that can do that. Yes, he hasn't got a ton, but, like, getting 94 is close enough. Um doesn't have any buys left. If he doesn't get selected for Origin, yes, he could be a play this week or next week. But I'm just thinking round 20, if you find yourself with your back against the wall and you only have 500k to spend, that could be your guy. Yeah, I mean, I've agreed with you this whole time. I like Brimson and it's etched in my mind from what he did at the back end of last year where he averaged 100 in the final four games of the season where he just tore people apart. He's such a quality player and he's so good that obviously he's now playing for his state. So that just shows you the quality of player that he is. So yeah, I'm I'm all you aboard the AJ Brimson train, except you, you don't think Hammer goes to fullback? Surely he goes. No, well, I mean, he's been training its left center this week for the Dolphins. I know. So There's everything crazy. indicates that AJ Brimson. I'm just I'm just trying to find some silver lining in my life. No, I, well, let me give you the silver lining. Why is Val Holmes not going back to fullback for game three? He doesn't go back to fullback for his own team ever. Yeah, it's like bizarre, he doesn't go back but... to fullback for the for the Cowboys. He should, if I was the coach. Yeah, but I'm not. Something indicates maybe Val says I don't want to play fullback anymore. I don't know. Could do. Could do. Could do. All right, question time. Uh, fourth world. Good. Good of you to join us again, mate. Uh, team. Uh, so Munro for Souths is going to get his debut this uh, this week against 
the uh, who are the Rabbitohs playing again? The Warriors. Um, the Warriors. The Warriors. <clears throat> so my understanding is that Isaiah Tass has a baby due and uh, is out. Uh, didn't travel with the team. So uh, that doesn't mean Kenna loses his spot. It means I think Milne's coming in to centre. And I'm pretty sure that it'll be Kenna swapping to other the other centre and then uh, Munro will play on the right wing. That's my understanding. Yep. But I wouldn't be going near Munro, I don't think, this week. I would pick him up next week as the perfect nuff for round 19, but I wouldn't get him if this week. If he's still around. Yeah, well, I mean, Tass could miss if two he's... weeks. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe his partner needs a bit of extra help at home or something. Um I, yeah, look, if he's available and he gets named in round 19, he'll disappear very soon after. So that's the perfect enough opportunity at basement prices. So early on in the week, I was actually going to go Alex Johnson to, I suppose, Richie Kenner. But I don't know how Richie Kenner goes at centre, so I'm a bit scared off, to be honest. And I only want a round 19 number. So I'm just holding my guns. I'm holding my trades. Um, yeah, And that would be a perfect enough opportunity. I would love that. For sure. Uh, <clears throat> Luke Roden has uh, said that it, we've seen, he's seen so many videos of us this week. He's uh, seen us more than his missus, which, hey. And it's I see you third, more than mine. It's, uh, it's our third live stream. We, we do have very good partners. We are very lucky. Uh, mine's bathing the little one at the moment while, while I'm on here. So uh, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it without it for sure. Uh, Troy, he's gone Walsh to Kennedy and now he has four sharks in his team. So he's hoping they go big tonight. Me too. I've got three. I've got, is that, is that the, the shark sign? I don't know. It looked a little bit more like Hamiso's thing that he does after he scores a try. Yeah, I For know, anybody watching I on tell YouTube. you what, sharks have fins too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's supposedly not even a dolphin thing. It's like a, it's like a religious thing or something. It's part of his um, culture. Yeah. So wow. fun fact, fun fact of the day. Uh, Professor Cactus, is Zach Lomax still on the left or back on the right? He is back on the right side. So he will be up against Talakai this week. Actually, you know, that's a pretty good matchup. Uh, I mean, when I say good, it'll be quite competitive matchup on that side because Lomax is a decent defender. So let's see if he can handle Talakai. Very interesting. But we know he prefers to be on the right. He was an absolute bloody corpse on the left. So I'm, I'm glad they yeah. made that change as soon as Carr came in. Damo reckons Dragons are going to beat the Sharks 72 to 2. And uh, whatever he's having, I want it's, some because it's a no for me, it's not, dog. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah, we won't put that comment up. But yeah, I agree. If Nico doesn't do well this weekend, people would be very upset. Um, uh, Campbell Gray moved to the left center. Yeah, he could have. Maybe he does. Does he? But I mean, do they like he always plays right center? Why would, do they really move him over to Why the Why would left? they move? Yeah, I don't understand why you would put Richie Kenner there. Like, like, don't you just give Campbell Graham the world to let him do his thing and just let everybody else just fit around him? Yeah. The good thing is Alex Johnson plays relatively early this week. Uh, it's Friday night, isn't it? Tomorrow night, I'm pretty sure. So yep. we can make that decision if he gets moved. And, and an hour beforehand, we're going to know where Campbell Graham, what side he's on. So you can make that decision then. Um, but if, if, yeah, if Campbell Graham's on the left, I don't know whether he will, but if he is, I'll probably play Alex Johnson that, that, uh, that yeah. game for sure. Uh, all right. Fourth world playing Tavare or Schuster, uh, Tavare for me. What about you? Schuster for me. Reckon? I know Tavare is playing the I Broncos. Just, 
Yeah, and Schuster, I just like his upside. That's probably the only reason I like. So on Tuesday, I was still at, I wasn't quite at the acceptance phase when it comes to grief um, from his 22. So I was like, yep, no, I'm rage trading Schuster. And then I see the upside in Schuster and I see that he's only 400K and I see that I only paid 270K for him. And I just think Schuster, any chance is probably a chance of scoring 100. Tavare has had below mediocre scores outside of Magic Round. So, Yeah, Tavare better base. And uh, Schuster probably more upside. Yeah. But again, we're forgetting what he did in his first game. Tavare like, got 98 or 97 yeah. or something like that in his first game. So, But our centers are like, sorry, the Broncos centers are mm. quite good defenders. I think they can handle, you know, a rookie. Yeah, Herbie Farnworth though. Not the best defender. Not the best defender. I, yeah. I reckon Tavare could absolutely murder him. They're bringing him in. I, if there's a weakness in your back line, it's Herbie Farnworth. And the Dolphins are buying in Herbie to replace Tavare. So. Mm, could be a battle of the replacements. So that could be interesting. <laughs> don't mind that, actually, as a narrative. Uh, Professor Cactus saying, what if they move AJ to fullback? I don't think they're moving AJ to fullback. Blake Taft's done a decent job there. There's no point. Um especially when AJ is the leading try scorer on the left wing. Like you don't fix it if it isn't broken. So I'd, I'd leave him there. Uh, what about Billy Smith? Do we trade? Do we hold? I am holding only because I wanted to make other moves. Uh, I don't blame anybody for trading him out, but also he has a 39 break even this week that he could easily match. And then you can look at trading next week if you need the extra number for 19 or something like that. What are your as, thoughts? As much as I talk myself into liking Schuster, um, he, with his 58 break even, is a bigger trade-out option than Billy Smith with 36. Billy Smith was a better trade-out option last week, but he just gets 40 every week. And if that's your biggest problem and you've got 15 trades left, yeah, fucking nothing. Get 200K, live your life. How many trades do you have left after this week? You're making two, right? I, I'm making one and I have one. 11. Okay, I'm making two and I have 12, so I'm catching up now. Yep. So. Uh, how many do you want to have I, left? And we spoke about this a little bit the other night. What's your plan? 10, but I think nine is more achievable now. Maybe nine or, yeah, nine or eight is more achievable now. So I am going, like, I've done all the buy planning in the world. Obviously, I do a little, uh, little super coach podcast called, uh, Insight Fantasy Sports. But yeah. AJ Brimson's fucked me a little bit. Um, I've got Nico Hines and Mitchell Moses. So one of those guys are going to play Origin. The other one's not. Um, for round 19, right now, I count myself with 11. So hopefully there's not going to be any injuries. Mm-hmm. And I just do two trades. Like, you know, maybe the young fella from the Rabbitohs or as enough or just bring, I don't know, another shark in or, or another eel in or something along those lines. But I'm going to have to make two trades next week. I'm just holding back because I just don't know what to do. Tricky one. And yeah, a bit of a weird week. I'd love um, if two, two nuffs appeared next week, I can nearly enough twice. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't mind that. I've got 15 available next week. In center wing. Plays that I think will play. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I mean in center wing and second row forward and maybe front row forward. I wouldn't enough in any other position other than them. So. Yeah, 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 definitely, for sure. So anybody who, I mean... We're talking a little bit of uh, kind of run home stuff. We did a full episode, went for an hour 10 on the run home, every positional pick that we prefer, pod options, uh, navigating the rest of the buy rounds, had enough, targets for nuffs. It's all there. It's on the sh- it's on the channel. So go and check it out, uh, audio and on YouTube. So go back, have a look. Um, J-Dog, uh, in, the, in the Discord as well, if you want to join the Discord, let us know. We'll uh, drop a comment so you can jump in. Uh, when will we oh, get yeah, a SC yeah. reverse Uno card so I can reverse my BS trades after a match? Um, oh, you could imagine if you could trade two boosts for that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or trade boosts for cash. Like, can you like imagine if there was a lot more flexibility around what you could do with your trades? Like, you could kind of you could sell trades off for more cash or something like that like you know i feel like the fpl do it really well for anybody who plays plays fantasy premier league i reckon they do it really well you've got a wild card where you can basically flip your whole team at different points of the season uh imagine giving a getting one wild card for the year that you could use in in the middle of origin or something where you could basically change your whole team for the run home uh give us less trades but give us a wild card give us a or you could make as many trades as you want but it would cost you points you know, if you want to sacrifice a hundred points or something for this week, you can get an extra trade. And then if you think that's worth it, you make it, you know, I feel like the FPL do actually some, some really good things around trades and, and all that. So be interesting to see whether you could do that. It's And it's crazy to think that the FPL do their, sorry, the EPL do FPL on the same app. So you download mm. the EPL app and you've got FPL on it straight away. Like yeah. I know NRL is done like the super coach, which is our preference over M- NRL fantasy is done by the Sunday telegraph. But yeah, that integration's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Maybe we can get in touch with Tommy Sangster and see if you can add a wild card or a, whatever it else it is they do. Uh, pay for, <laughs> pay for trades. Wait, I've got so many <laughs> ideas. So many ideas. I'd have no money left. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Hugh is asking Mulatalo or Kennedy. I think Mulatalo is the obvious option. Uh, I don't know about Kennedy. I don't, there's something about Will Kennedy that uh, we looked at his scores before we copped on because he's been in the conversation a lot today, but he scored a lot of tries. I mean, he scored 12 tries this season, but a lot of the scores he's getting with tries are like barely breaking 70. 
And I feel like just the base isn't there. He's very attack reliant. And don't get me wrong, in the next two weeks, he could go out 100-100. Like, it could be a genius move. But I feel like I want more. And he's only fullback. He's fullback only. He doesn't have dual. I don't know. Not for me. It's something you pointed out to me with Dylan Edwards. And I feel like Kennedy is a bad Dylan Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least you know with Dylan Edwards, there's going to be base there. You just you yep. don't get that with Will Kennedy. And also, yep. how many top eight teams are they playing for the run home? Because yeah. I'd be you looking at that Mul- too because they're terrible. Look, you, you see Mulatalo every year touch 740K because he just goes on an absolute tear and he plays for a high-octane Sharks team. I know Kennedy is good and I know like maybe if you're 22,000th and you want to have a pod, you bring in Kennedy with his 120 break even. But I would feel a lot more comfortable getting Mulatalo if you're in the driver's seat. And I'm not even getting him. I'm fading him all year. But yeah, I you're going with Mulatalo to Kennedy. Yeah, I've went Val Holmes. I have such premium center wings. I don't mean to brag, but it's it's actually amazing. Um, I actually went into this year saying that I hate center wings and my center wings have been the best you've ever seen in your life. There you go. Uh, he says so himself. What about Burton as a pod? Now, obviously, I personally feel like Burton, if he doesn't get picked in origin, it'll just be a complete joke with the what happened with Damian Cook having to play centre in game two. I feel like Burton is the ultimate utility that you have on the bench in origin. So I yep. feel like they'll pick him in game three uh, over having two hookers. That's my opinion. I feel like Cook will be the starting nine and they'll use Burton in the 14. But anyway, let's see how close I get. I like Burton for the run home, though. We mentioned in the run home pod, you know, that he's got a five-round average of 82, I think it is, and he started to come good. It's so, just he's so on a shit I team. I like it. I like it. But he's on a shit team and he's 700K. Like, no, I'm finding a pod that's 400K. I'm finding a pod that's 500K, especially in those positions. Like, there's a little bit out there. Um I'm buying Jerome Hughes over Birdo. You know what I mean? Like, I'm buying somebody else instead of Birdo. Yeah. Yeah, Jerome Hughes on a good Storm team for the run home versus Burton on a shit-ass Bulldogs team. Sorry. No offense to Bulldog supporters. I lost you there for a sec. Oh, did you? Sorry. Maybe your internet's dropping yeah. in and out. We'll see how we go. Um, yeah, definitely around the Hughes versus Burton. Uh, Sione Katoa this week. Yeah, I, we spoke about him a bit earlier, mate. I, I just think that it might be a play this week, but maybe not for the run home. I think there's better options, so maybe, you're going to have to burn two and, trades. And maybe it's a two- or three-week play. Like, if you've got a few trades, I wouldn't mind getting him in. I've got I've got money on double try scorer tonight. Um, yeah, I feel like he is a massive chance, especially looking like if you've been on our Discord and see that try map. Um, he is a massive chance of scoring two tonight. He is playing round 19, which is another tick. But the Sharks do have a little bit of a bad run home, and Sione Katoa can go missing at points throughout the year. So, Yeah, he sure can. That's right. And look, I mean, again, same kind of thing as Will Kennedy. He scores tries and doesn't go large. So, yeah. And also, when you're outside Jesse Ramian, who I think has made one pass in about four years. You're pro- oh, I don't he's, think he's made that have many. To- <laughs> you're going to have to get cut out. Nico's going to have to throw the best cut out in the world to hit Sione Katoa, I think. So anyway, oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it is nice, isn't it? Yeah, Mark, the Discord was running hot today. There's a fair bit of passionate chat in there, but uh, also some good trade chat. So jump on in if you want to get involved. Uh, Hugh, Hamoli or Hugh's last reserve? Ooh, don't mind this. That's Ooh. a tough one. Wait, who's – I'm going Hamoli. 
Well, let's let's pull up the numbers. Let's have a look. Uh, who are Manly versing again? Manly are versing the Roosters. So Roosters, which I I like matchup wise. Set right edge second rowers against the Roosters, average fifty nine points per game. Uh, which and, is six uh, halfbacks six against the, the Panthers. And halfbacks against the Panthers, uh, fourth. Hang on. Yep. No, I'm wrong. No, they're 16th. Awful yep. matchup for Hughes. So, yeah, I wouldn't play Hughes. I'd play Hamoli. Let's go Hamoli. Yep. yep. Uh, for Fedor or Nikra for this week? Uh, Nikra. Um, for Fedor, but you've got to prepare for that. Like, it depends how much money you've got. So, yes, Fafita will, in my opinion, I think Fafita will outscore Nikara this week. Yep. But he's got 140 break-even. I don't have many trades left. I'm going Nikara this week because I like his break-even. I like the fact that he's going to be playing 19 when Fafita's going away for representative duties. Um, it depends how you're poised for next week. It depends if you're okay to cop a 50-60K loss on Fafita. For the extra points you're going to get, which is probably 50 points. And let's also remember that whatever you get for feeder for this week, you're getting two weeks worth. So if he gets you yeah. 120 this week, you essentially got yourself a 60 and a 60. If you if you look yep. at it like that, that's a lot. Uh, whenever I make my trades, I look at it like that a fair bit, um, especially when it was like, well, do we get Nico back now against the Dragons? Do we go early on him? Like you can you can back that you'd be pretty happy with one of his scores over probably someone else's double. Um, and I think with Fafida, anything under a hundred this week, I'd consider a massive win for non-owners because yep. then that's a 50 average over two games. Nicaragua goes and gets his 70 and 75 or something over the next two and you end up 60, 70 points ahead. So yeah. that's the way I'd look at it. So personally. the awkward, the awkward thing about us talking to each other is I can't really argue with your logic because we talk through basically on camera most of the time about why we're trading in for feeder while we're trading out for feeder. I'm waiting until after Origin, regardless of his break even. So, And Professor Cactus makes a good point in Canberra. He hopes he goes missing in the cold. So <laughs> I wouldn't be upset with that. That would be a great result for all of us, I think. I don't know. I feel like he would be warmer than me. Um, there's a bit more to him. so <laughs> We probably carry a bit more body fat than David for feeder, to be fair. So uh, Ooh, we'd, we'd stay yeah. nice and warm. <laughs> You've got me. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, it, maybe we've got the same amount of muscle as David Fafita. I don't know. It's questionable. We'll see. Nah, Fafita's got more muscle. Um, Xavier Coates. <laughs> Xavier Coates. Low break even. Pod center wing. Ugh. I feel like I just traded out an AE nightmare and Schuster out of my team, and then I bring one back in by getting Coates. I feel like your VC loop kind of gets a little bit screwed with, yeah. with Coates. And I just can't fucking... I just can't talk myself into keeping him until the end of the year. Like, at this point of the year, if he had a minus 30 break even and this was week five, I would do it um, at what we're, whatever we're at, round 18. Yeah, it's a no from me because I, I can see him going on a really good run and I can see myself regretting it, but I can also see the negative impact of the fact that I've seen Xavier Coates score sub 10 on multiple occasions. Yeah. Yep, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right, let's tackle most uh, popular trade ins and outs, and then we can wrap this bad boy up. Uh, Brendan I've got Piacura. some Indian waiting for me, so let's go. How good's that, Brendan Piakura? Actually, most bought in uh, player this week. I, I completely get that one. 
Uh, should get 80 minutes on the right edge by the looks of things. We, we don't know how long if, Jordan Ricky's been out, but people have been saying it could be season. So, yeah, so essentially, so obviously being a Broncos fan, I've looked into it. Uh, Willison comes into the other edge spot, but I think when Capes comes back, Willison drops out and Piakura still holds that spot. He's been really good. He's been getting like 50 in base, uh, looks really good. If, I suppose, I could see myself holding Piakura through the year, and if I have to VC loop Nico this week and I get a bit shit scared from Schuster, then <laughs> that, that's my brother. Um, <laughs> don't talk about that's your one of my favorite. Like that. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, mate. That's the comment of the night. I love that. Well played. Continue uh, for audio listeners. Um, he said there's some Indian waiting for dinner uh, for Matrix, but what's for dinner? Um, Talking about yeah, his look, I can, <laughs> Yeah, look, I can legit see myself trading Schuster out to Piakura. Banking 110k cash, uh, playing Piakura maybe on matchups throughout the year, or if he peaks, then uh, then actually using him throughout the year. If I loot Nico this week, I'm just trying to save that trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. I I wouldn't mind making it, but I I feel like I would rather make upgrades. Uh, I've got two good upgrades or two. Keepers, I guess I could get in this week. So, uh, second most bought is Nicara. Third most bought is Mulatalo. Can't argue with either of those ones. They make sense, and we've talked about those two guys, so we won't bother going over it again. Fourth most bought, Cam Munster versus Penrith. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Because I mean, there's a reason to fade Cam Munster this week. It's a long-term play. It's maybe just thinking about how many people you have to get after round 19. And just getting Cam Munster in. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's a keeper. Everyone's going to want him for 5-8 for the run home, so I understand that. Um, it's I just, want him I, I'm for 5-8 for the run home. Yeah, I'm going to wait for round 2021, 20, I think. I'll try and get him in ASAP. As long as his name around 20, I think he'll be in my team. Dylan Edwards, number five. So there's a bit of Dylan Edwards chat floating around in the chat tonight. Um, I don't... I do love me some Deadwoods. Yeah, I don't... I, I'll, I don't love it and don't hate it. I'm very neutral on this one. I feel like, I mean, Dylan Edwards has scored incredibly well this year. He's averaging uh, 73.7 for the season. You know what you're going to get from him. You're going to get base, makes a lot of runs per game, always racks up meters. There's two games where he's gone large, 163 and 122. The 122, he only got one try in as well. So, like, you know that he doesn't necessarily rely on completely on scoring tries to rack up big points. So, scored 77 last two weeks ago with no tries, 73 last week with one try. Like, I mean, you're probably going to get more often than not. You're going to get 60-plus from Dylan Edwards. Yeah. It's just I... that... It's hard, like, when you look at fullback, there's not a guy like Dylan Edwards. But when you look at center wing, there's five guys like Dylan Edwards. And those center wingers do have fullback eligibility a lot because of the fact that, you know, often the center's interchange and, and pop back there. Yeah. It's hard. I really like Dylan Edwards. I've been looking at him a lot, but I'm just going to play two centers at fullback at the moment. Sorry, yep. two center eligible players at fullback at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And look, if someone comes up, pops up as fullback and, you know, they're, they're killing it or whatever for the run home, you can grab them then. And speaking of someone who's fullback only, uh, Scotty Drinkwater, 892,000. Uh, people are still buying him. 900k, Scott Drinkwater. 
for me, my, my opinion is Scotty Drinkwater could go out and get you 30. He probably won't. He's in good form. He's playing good footy. But he could go out and get you 30. He's that type of player. He's very attack reliant. Yes, he's making runs and his base is a little bit better this year, but it's still not, uh, you know, premium level base, is it? Like you're taking a, a pretty big risk there with Drinky relying on attacking scores. Yeah, and after we saw how bad the Cowboys were to start, how much faith do you have in the Cowboys? I've got a growing faith in the Cowboys due to, but also I'm taking the goal kicker in Val. I don't think I'm going Scotty Drinkwater, and I tried to get Drink Bolter um, to trend on Twitter so many times last year. Um, <laughs> hashtag Drink Bolter. It it did its best. Um, Bolter didn't pop on to uh, to sponsor us to sponsor us, so maybe it's going to be. Scotty hashtag drink better beer at one stage, but <laughs> look, look. Anyway, do love Scotty. Uh, don't like the base. Don't like the Cowboys. Would rather go elsewhere, especially for nine hundred k. Like honestly, just hold whoever you've got. Move your centers that you have at fullback. You're gonna have your Garrett. You're gonna have your Asakos. You're gonna have your CNKs, hopefully, and then. Um, yeah, look, get Latrell in if you're going to spend that much money. Get Latrell in in round 22. Yeah, get him on one leg. Still uh, do a job, I think. <clears throat> Seven most bought, in, most bought in is Val Holmes. We've talked about him. Eight is Nico Hines. We've talked about him. Nine is Fafita. You know, they, these are all obvious options, and it's good now. People are prioritizing getting the gun in. Uh, tenth, Jack Howarth. Uh, very popular enough. And uh, yeah. yeah, and this is, uh, I think, Mark's question or comment on the screen, I guess, about having faith in only one cowboy being Val Holmes is pretty spot on. I, I still consider Val must have, and I got him because I feel like other people won't be able to afford to get him. So suddenly, this really great player that everybody wants becomes unattainable. Yeah. I never feel like Scotty, I never feel like Scotty Drinkwater's unobtainable. Yeah, for sure. You could get him in round 23 for seven, 650K, the way that he kind of plays. So yeah. you just don't know what's going to happen yeah. over the next month. Two enough and, options, I guess. And Jack Howarth Jack... doesn't play footy. Yeah. No, that's it. Easy enough. Dual 2RF center wing. And we said on the, the the run home pod that if you've got another 2RF center wing eligible player and you bring Jack Howarth in as enough, you can rotate them based on who you want to play and who you want to reserve and things. So that makes sense. If you have a lot of front row forward, second row forward, like me, in the front row forward and can't use any of them, then maybe you get yourself a front row, second row jewel in your 2RF so that you can start making a bit of movement there without having to make trades. Yeah, Miles Martin, agree. isn't it? Miles Martin, I think, Miles is the Martin choice. Miles Martin is the front row, second row. Yep, 200K. <laughs> I'm going to say play for the Knights, but he's contracted to the Knights. <laughs> yeah, contracted to the Knights and will not play for sure. Uh, Professor Cactus has traded in his first Cowboy this year in Jeremiah Nanai. 530K. I, I actually fucking love it. Yeah. You were talking about him maybe a cup three weeks ago, and I I wasn't a big fan back then. But but that hey, was at 520, no and, now, and now he's 530. Like, honestly, if I need to move on from Schuster, I've got the money in the bank to go to Nanai. I don't yeah. hate it. I actually love it. And, like, the, the next play that Professor Cactus said is this 3% owned. Like at this stage at 5,000th, I need to get a little potty in some positions. And I feel like Nanai is somebody I would take a punt on. Yeah. 
yeah, nice little pod. Nice little pod with the run of games coming up as well. Uh, Reese Walsh, most traded out, makes sense. Schuster, most traded or second most traded out, makes sense. Sunia Taruva, people are starting to bail on him now. He's the third most traded out. I assume that they're using him as an upgrade. He's 530K. His price has peaked. I think he's 79 break even this week. That I'd be I'd be doing the same thing. I'd probably I'm be presuming he still plays beside Targo, so Yeah, that's right. And unfortunately you're gonna get a lot less ball inside Isaac Tungo than anybody else really. Um yep. Zach Hosking is also fourth most traded, which makes sense. He hasn't been named this week and won't play next week, so you can move on him. Billy Smith fifth. I mean, we've said already, I feel like maybe Billy Smith is a wait and see if you've got other urgent things going on. Thirty nine break even. Uh but again you're not going to keep him for the season or, you know, you're not going to look to use him or play him at all, are you? No, no. It's uh, just a bloke that sits there. Pretty much. Cody Nicarima, sixth. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I get that. I mean, there's been word that Cody Nicarima could play fullback this week. Uh, there has been I'm a not, lot of word. He was training at fullback. I'm not sure whether uh, – that makes no sense to me. I don't know what they're doing. Are they are they saying now that Hamiso is a better centre? A better option at centre is you and Aitken no, injured. Is Valence Tavare dropped? Like, there's a lot of questions here. It's dumb as shit. Yeah, Harry Edwards seventh most traded out. I think people are panicking because they saw that he's playing off the bench this week. But I feel like that changes. We've uh, seen he... him play off the bench and play sixty minutes though, so off yeah. fifty-eight minutes. So yeah, yeah, good shout. And and also, I mean. Just because Tanner's name there doesn't mean that he's going to start there. I think there's every chance that Edward starts in the 13 um, or yep. starts at, at lock uh, in the 14 jersey. Uh, Sean Kepi hasn't been named, so he's out. Eli Katoa, people are bailing on Eli Katoa as well, which makes complete sense, I think. He's going to get eye surgery out for three or four weeks. Yeah, he had eye surgery the other day. So he's yeah. going to be out for another three to four weeks. So, yeah, definitely you have to move on from him now. And that's a really good position, 550K to have a guy that you can move up to Nicara, or you could move up to a keeper that's in the 600 range. There's a lot of fairly good options. Hamali Olakawatu, even at 550, like that's a straight swap. So there's some really nice plays you can make there, or you can go Katoa down to uh, enough or a Piakura, and you've got 300K to play with, which yep. I think a lot, excuse me, a lot of people are doing. So I think we need to have cash in the bank for Fafita. If you don't have Fafita, yeah. you want him for the run home, you need to have probably 200K there just in case to go up from one of those two RF 600K guys to get Fafita in a couple of weeks. Yep. And lastly, Tyrone Peachy also hasn't been named, which makes sense. So a lot of these trade-outs are pretty common sense. Um, a lot of the trade-ins make a fair bit of sense this week. So maybe all the super coaches are getting smarter or maybe the game's getting easier. I'm not quite sure. But um, there are some pretty clear-cut options this week. Yep. Agree. Um, any final thoughts, mate, before we wrap up? Game's going to start in six minutes. Mate, I'm excited to go watch footy. Um, I don't have anything else to say except uh, go Val Holmes. <laughs> we got the VC on Nico, so hopefully he does well tonight. Um, and look, if he doesn't, I think the VC gives us a bit of security, gives us a, a bit of a fallback plan, I guess. Um Hopefully we've answered a few questions and helped a few people with trades. Uh, thanks, Mark, for hopping on. Thanks for everybody else for hopping on as well. If you stuck around, hit subscribe. If you have not, give us a follow. If you're listening to us on audio as well, good luck for the week. Hopefully plenty of green arrows. We will be back for the Sunday session on Sunday evening after the final game to wrap up all things round 18. Good luck this week. We'll catch you later.
Cheerio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 